Welcome to Here She Stands, the podcast where Lutheran women from across Australia come together as a community, sharing stories and testifying to God's goodness. We do this so when the tribulations of this world try to push us down, each woman can hold firm to the word of God and confidently say, here I stand, I can do no other. My name is Lexi and I am a homeschooling mama of four girls and the wife of a first year pastoral student. I love theology books, classical music, and I'm currently trying my hand at becoming more self-sufficient. And I'm Sonia, a Lutheran pastor's wife, homeschooling mum of two kiddos, homemaker, tradition lover, and all-round crafty person. In today's episode, we will be talking with Melanie Whitworth from Creative Word Fellowship. Creative Word Fellowship is a Lutheran teaching mission that exists to equip people with the life-giving word of Jesus Christ. Welcome, Melanie. Hi, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Melanie. It's uh, We really appreciate having you come on and yeah, talk about Creative Word Fellowship. Uh, so to begin with, we would love to know a little bit more about you. So would you please give our listeners a brief bio on who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So I live in South Australia, um, about an hour north of Adelaide, and Mm -hmm. I'm married to Peter Whitworth. He's the current chairperson of Creative Word Fellowship. And we currently have a little four-year-old who's in kindy, and he loves finding out how things work, and he asks a thousand why questions every day. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) But as for me, I would rather be um, curled up in a very comfortable couch somewhere with a good book, preferably a cup of tea in hand, a cat on my lap and maybe some rain on the window. Where you're more likely to find me is trying to attempt my never-ending list of things to do that I'm always constantly overwhelmed with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what type of books do you enjoy reading? Oh, I'm definitely um, a mixture. I do like a bit of escapism, so a bit of fantasy or um, you know, light-hearted murder, if there's such a thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, love it. yeah. I do love my theological books as well, or you know, just um, kind of help books. I love reading. I always have more than more than ten books on the go, probably. Wow. Mm. Wow. The most I can do is two or three. I'm I mean, pushing it with three. In real life, I mean, three is there, but I've got about ten unfinished ones that I've okay. about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So have you always been Lutheran? No, I didn't grow up in the Lutheran church, but Pete grew up in the Lutheran church. um, And when I met him and when we got married, we started going to his church. So I was confirmed there and realized that God loves his church, no matter, um, especially if it's Lutheran, no matter what kind of denomination it is. Um, So yeah, had a bit of an interesting journey there, but it was good. Yeah. Did you grow up in a Christian home or different denomination yeah in a christian home um, yeah we strong christian family beautiful um, yeah so it's I've, I've had a very solid foundation which i'm very grateful for yes so you said that your husband is was it the chairperson did you say yeah of cwf mm-hmm. and this episode is primarily talking about cwf and the work that they do so could you please tell our listeners what exactly is creative word fellowship yeah so as um was kind of introduced at the start it's a not-for-profit lutheran teaching ministry in australia 
So it is confessionally Lutheran and um, it's independent. So it stands alongside existing churches, um, existing bodies, but it's not part of any particular synods within Australia. Yeah. Um, and as you said, it, it exists to equip people with the life-giving word of Jesus Christ. So in John 6, 68, we read, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. So that's kind of a, a passage which guides a bit of the ministry which I can, I'll definitely go into more detail as we go along. So what type of things does CWF offer and do? So as a bit of background um, as to what we do, I thought I might, if I may, go through the confessional statement that we have. So mm -hmm. Creative Word Fellowship has been set up as like a proper, we're a registered not-for-profit organisation. Um, we have an ABN and a company number. And so we have a constitution. Yeah. Um, we have a very clear confessional statement, which you can find on the website. And I just mm -hmm. thought if I may just briefly summarise what we're committed to as a group. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that we're committed to is the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we confess that we must be justified by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, and his atoning death for our salvation. And that comes from Romans and Ephesians. So that's the first thing we're committed to. The second thing we're committed to is the Holy Scriptures. So we strive to believe, teach, and confess the whole counsel of God as it is contained in Holy Scriptures. So that's from Acts and Matthew. Mm -hmm. um, we're committed to confessional Lutheran teaching. Um, so we acknowledge and accept the Book of Concord of 1580 as a true exposition of the Bible. Um, we're also committed to trusting in God as the only one who has the power to build the church. So we trust that his word will not return empty, but that God will use it to build his church um, by drawing people to Jesus Christ in faith. So we're not church builders. We trust that God is the church builder. Um, mm -hmm. And we're also committed to the Theses of Agreement of the Lutheran Church of Australia in 1966. So you can um, find that on our website if you want to know more about it. Yeah, and we will link all of this into the show notes as well so people can easily find uh, your website as well. Yeah, perfect. So from all of that, I guess, you know, being motivated by the Gospel of Christ and the Holy Scriptures and the Confessional Lutheran teaching, um, the objective of Creative Road Fellowship is to advance the Christian faith by providing theological education and theological resources that are biblical, evangelical and confessionally Lutheran. So why did CWF start up? Yes, so it's got a um, great kind of background, which I've been learning a little bit about. I wasn't there right at the start. Pete was. Back in the synods of 2013 and 2015, um, there was quite a lot of people who noticed a really distinct lack of biblical teaching within the Lutheran Church of Australia. For example, delegates who go to, went to the synods were unwilling to engage in biblical debate and they claimed it's because they didn't know the Bible well enough and also said that things like, as lay people, we shouldn't be deciding on theological matters. So there was this feeling that they were not washing their hands of knowing the Bible, but, you know, not being really willing to engage in it. Um, and that was of great concern, um, especially when synods are there to discuss all the important things about the church and yeah. theological matters. Yeah. So Pastor Michael Lockwood um, was the instigator of this whole thing. He um, kind of gathered a group of like-minded people together. So um, originally it was so Pastor Michael Lockwood, Pastor Guntars Bykovs, Peter, my husband, the late Pastor Darren Court, and then some lay people, so a lady called Karen, Ian and um, Sophie, and they got together and Michael kind of just asked them, he said, what can we do about this problem? Yeah. So, they, yeah, they had a lot of discussions about it and the first thing they did 
um, I guess a bit like this podcast within a very short space of time. They had already organised um, a conference to which addressed the Bible and what the Bible teaches about itself and why we can trust its word. So yeah, went about came about pretty quickly. Yes. Yeah, and so the first conference was in May 2015 and had people like Reverend Dr. Adam Hensley and Michael Lockwood and Gunther Zbikov speaking on the Bible and its interpretation. It's kind of gone from there. Well, so to summarize, a need for teaching what the Bible says and how to read the Bible, and that was seen, and CWF is kind of there to be able to fill that space of teaching what God's Word says and how we read it and that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. And they kind of, you know, from 2015 then, you know, formalised it, so um, became a a formal not-for-profit, I think, in 2019. So, you know, things take time. So we've had the Speak Lord conferences and we've had a few other things happening. Yes, and we'll talk a little bit more about um, the Speak Lord conferences as this episode goes on because that's something that we really want our listeners to know about as well. But I'd love to touch a little bit more on biblical literacy and the importance of it. And you mentioned some of the things that came up in one of the synods, just some of the attitudes and thoughts that especially lay people had when it came to knowing knowing scripture, which is very interesting because I believe that everything's theological. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, What we believe and uh, the theology that we hold to influences how we perceive the world, what we think, how we do things. So when someone says, oh, I'm not theological, I think, well, you are. You either have really good theology or you don't. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about the importance of biblical literacy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've been thinking about this as well. And I guess the first place to start when you're talking about biblical literacy and why is it important to know our Bibles is to see what the Bible says about itself. Um, So I've just got some Bible verses which I've found quite useful. So in particular, 2 Timothy 3, 16 to 17, which says, All scripture, so the word the Bible, is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man and woman of God may be complete and equipped for every good work. So just even reflecting on that passage alone, in order to be a man or a woman of God, you know, you really need to be knowing what the Bible actually says. And Pete and I were having a discussion about this before, that, you know, why why do we need to be constantly drawn back to the Word? And it's because it's so easy to be led astray to be fed kind of half truths and you know let's not forget that the evil one wouldn't you know would love to have us you know not believing in the real god and not acting out the real faith um so he's very subtle in the way he can change and warp the truth mm-hmm. and i think the as i'm sure you would agree that the main way we can protect ourselves against that is making sure that we are reading what is in the bible what jesus says and what the apostles say and what god says about himself um, so that we're kind of we're guided and we're equipped Yes, because the Bible is where God reveals himself. Absolutely. Yes. So another really important Bible verse is Matthew 4, verse 4, and it says, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so this just really picks up to me, you know, we can't even live without God's word. 
And I have a great story from my child who really struggled with the concept of God. And I think it's very interesting teaching kids, you know, who God is and um, why we believe in him when so many other people don't. Yeah. And I said to him one night, I'm like, you know, what do you want to thank God about tonight? What do you want to pray about? He's like, oh, I don't like God. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, why is that? He said, oh, he talks funny. And (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he doesn't talk like, you know, I'm guessing he was trying to say he doesn't verbally speak like a normal another person does. And I said, yeah, that's right. He doesn't always, I think in some rare cases, he does speak audibly to people, but he doesn't speak audibly to most of us most of the time, except that we do have the Bible, which is his word to go to. And he does speak through, you know, our mums, you know, mum and dad and um, family, and we can go to church and hear the pastor speak God's word as well. So it was just great. I love having a kid to kind of, (laughs) makes you think about faith makes you think about why we believe what we believe makes me made me think about you know why is the bible important yeah yeah and in romans 10 it says so faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of christ and that word hearing is just it falling on your ears so oh wow if, if we hear if we just hear the word spoken out loud god's word um that's how we get faith according to paul Yeah, which is so encouraging, right? Because it goes back to a lot of lay people complaining or not, you know, complaining, but saying, uh, you know, I'm not a theologian. I shouldn't be involved in these kind of, you know, biblical discussions because I just, I don't have the knowledge of a pastor or whatever. But we, I think we have that knowledge because when we hear it, as it says, it just, it falls in our ears. You know, God teaches us in, in our spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit does teach us and we're all part of the priesthood of believers. We're all part of God's body and we all play a role in teaching and encouraging each other and um, knowing about God. Yes. And it comes back to the fact that God is the one doing it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to do it. You know, we just, all we need to do is open up his word and he does the rest. How hard is it to open up his word though sometimes, hey? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I think that's sometimes the enemy fighting back, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 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 I've um I've had a conversation with someone once who really want wanted to get into the word and get into understanding the Bible, but she was just daunted. It's a big book and she mm-hmm. was where do you start? You know. And the important thing is to just start. Mm-hmm. To just start to start reading and start making notes. And then the next time when you finish the Bible, go back and start it again. And, and the ask you, the Lord to help you. Yes, just ask questions and write things down. And Scripture, I've heard this said before, you know, Scripture interprets Scripture. And as you're reading it, the verses will connect together and they'll help interpret each other. And, yeah, it's been really interesting because I've, I've shared bits here and there. I once had this attitude of the Bible wasn't really that important. Mm. because I believed that divine revelations from God, that was truly God speaking to me. And so I was using these, what I call divine revelations, which was really just my mind filling in the blanks. (laughs) Mm. And I was being led by that and I was being directed by that. And what happened is that my theology was not good. My understanding of God was not good. It was harming me spiritually and emotionally. And this is in honesty, is that I was very zealous and very in love with a Jesus that didn't really exist. (laughs) 
because I hadn't gone to the Word to learn who Christ was, to learn what he has done for me. I was going to my own divine, I call them divine revelations. Mm. So it's just so important to study the Word and to know what it says about Christ. Yeah. Also, when Moses went up to get the Ten Commandments, the people, you know, they could see the lightning and the cloud and it was very scary. And so they wanted to sort of appease God, but instead of finding out, you know, what does our God want from us and listening how he wants to be worshipped and um, listening to him, they decided to worship him in Baal worship style by making the calf and stuff. So it's so easy for us in our mind to make up an idol in place of Jesus when we don't actually go to his word and find out what he is and who he is and how he is. And we just kind of make up our own Jesus in our mind. Absolutely. So I have this great quote, um, which I'd love to share um, from a guy called Brennan Manning. He's not a Lutheran, but um, he's one of those people where you say, I think he knows Jesus really well. Um, And he says, the word that we study has to be the word that we pray. And he says, my personal experience of the relentless tenderness of God comes not from exegetes or theologians and spiritual writers, but from sitting still in the presence of the living word and beseeching him to help me understand with my head and heart his written word. Sheer scholarship alone cannot reveal to us the gospel of grace. So we must never allow the authority of books or institutions or leaders to replace the authority of knowing Jesus Christ personally and directly. And I just thought that was a really lovely image of we have great resources and don't get me wrong creative word fellowship is all about getting good resources out yes Um, but these should always be coupled with a return or a you know drawing you into the word sitting in god's presence asking him to teach you asking him to yeah as you said reveal how much he loves us um what he's done for us and what his plans are for us um and how to live yes and it's from the word where we get discernment and wisdom. Mm. And that's a claim that it makes about itself. Yeah, you mentioned 2 Timothy 3.16 and how it is sufficient. The word is sufficient and it enables us and gives us what we need. Mm. And there have been so many times in life where I should have just gone straight to the word, just straight to the word to see what it said. Sonia, was there anything that you wanted to add to that? Um, yeah, well, first of all, there's also one of our favorite Bible verses, which is John seventeen seventeen. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. So if we want to know what the truth is, it's God's word. That's very straightforward. It's very straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so if you, yeah, if you want to know anything about anything, it's right there. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask. So it's a non-for-profit organization. So you guys, do you you hold events? And you said you sponsor events or something like that? Yeah. So um, I can go a little bit more into, you know, what we're doing at the moment, if you'd like. Yeah, please. So one of the ministries is the Speak Lord Conference. And it sounds like a funny name, Speak Lord, but it comes from 1 Samuel 3.9, which says, Speak Lord, for your servant is listening. And I guess the, the organizers of the conference, um, Michael and Guntars and Pete and the team, wanted to create the emphasis that we as people are coming to hear what God says to us. 
So we're saying with these conferences, speak, Lord. We're listening. You know, we're humbly coming to you, um, willing to be taught. So we've had um, over the years, it was every year we'd have a conference, main um, one in Adelaide, and then we've had some in Hamilton as well, which has been great. I think there's been a couple up in um, Queensland with the idea of getting someone to come and speak, getting everyone to open up their Bibles, you know, and, and get the good teaching out there. Um, yeah, a little bit more in depth, you know, than what you'd hear on a Sunday morning, perhaps. And if you're not part of a, a routine Bible study, you know, that kind of um, more in depth teaching. So then the second thing um, that Creative Word Fellowship has been doing is the young adults Bible study retreat. So again, same kind of thing. We wanted to, you know, be immersed in God's word. And um, we had a focus on younger adults. So from university age up to um, not too old. <laughs> we had a cutoff, but some of us are getting too old to even fit under the cutoff anymore. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a work yep. in progress. <laughs> but um, so we've had that in Hall's Gap for a number of years. And it's, you know, for a couple of nights with um, someone coming to do a teaching on a particular topic over those times. And that's been a real joy for a lot of people, especially because we've had a mixture of, you know, young singles, young couples, young families coming together. And it's um, a real time of encouragement. I think there's something special about being able to meet and eat together and fellowship together and just do life for a couple of days. Yes. So that's, yeah, been really enriching. And the other things which we've been doing is getting some books from Concordia Publishing House in the States. And um, so they have a really rich um, library of, well, they publish a lot of um, really rich um, confessionally Lutheran books and they're really expensive to buy in Australia because of postage. So we wanted to, as part of our mission, you know, get those books to Australia at an affordable price so that people weren't, you know, there wasn't a barrier to people getting um, these resources and so we've had a couple of really large donations that have been able to cover the postage and even offset a lot of the cost of the books so for example at the moment we're able to offer the small catechism the new one the 2017 one um, which is normally about fifty dollars through places in australia but we're able to offer it for thirty dollars so wow. you know yeah. it takes off a little bit of the bite and <laughs> where do you uh, sell those at the moment, we're limited to just the events that we hold. Um, so that okay. these books will be available at the Speak Lord conferences this year. Um, we've had them at the Young Adults Retreats. Um, but we are looking into, you know, how, how can we further this um, to make it, you know, so that people could put in orders and we could post them out. Yes. So people yeah. can still sign up for this year's conference? Absolutely. Yes. So I will tell you a bit more about that. So we've got our Speak Club conference this year um, in Hamilton at the Hamilton Lutheran Church. And that is from the 23rd to the 24th of September. And we've also got then the following week at McGill Lutheran Church from the 30th of September to the 1st of October. And this year we're really excited because we have Pastor Brian Wolfmuller, who is a American theologian and pastor, and he um, has written a number of books and he's heavily involved in radio and podcasting. He's a regular guest on some podcasts like Issues Etc. and Sharper Iron and some others, and he's done a lot of video teaching. He's got a YouTube channel, and we thought he would be a great person to come over and give us some teaching on hope that is found in the pages of the New Testament. So yes. really excited. Oh. Brian Wolfmuller actually played a very big part in helping me 
to understand what Lutheranism was. Mm. And um, yeah, he, he's played a big part in in us coming into the Lutheran Church. So uh, we're hoping to make it to one of the conferences. And yeah, it's very exciting that you were able to actually bring him over here. Yeah, I think that's one of the most exciting things of what's happening at the moment is, you know, we're in a good position to be able to, you know, I guess, finance these things to start with. Um, And we've had the experience of running these conferences now for a while. And yeah, there's a lot of exciting things happening. We're going to also be hoping to get a couple more speakers out to Australia from the States and other places around the world. Mm -hmm. And some of the other things that Creative Road Fellowship is up to in the background, um, we're hoping to partner with a lot of I guess one of the main things we're hoping to do is partner with a lot of existing organisations. So as much as where we exist to provide teaching, you know, through the Speak Law conferences and the Young Adults Retreats, we're in a really great position. We can partner and come alongside other organisations. So, for example, in Victoria, we're partnering with the Victorian men and um, we'll we'll be putting on a conference with them and we've got a speaker um, that we've been able to provide. We're also hoping to work alongside some women's groups and partner with them, provide some speakers or funding or even um, we've got facilities like recording equipment, um, live stream services. We've got, if you check out the website, they'll, we're hoping to be able to offer some doxology training for pastors. And another big thing, which is in the future a little bit more, unfortunately, and um, we're trying to work it out, is how to provide scholarships for people wanting to undertake theological studies um, over at reputable institutions overseas. And that's really exciting me because there's deaconess courses, there's obviously courses for um, men to become pastors, and there's just a whole lot of resources out there. So for those who have seen or signed up to our mailing list um, may have seen that we're off, you know, we've been getting a bit of interest in the scholarships, but that's, we're still working on it, trust me. <laughs> yes. Hmm. That's great. So sign up to their mailing list, everyone. Absolutely. And on that note, is there a way that people can support Creative Word Fellowship financially? Can we donate through your website or something like that? Yeah. Yep. So unfortunately, we're not a tax deductible um, institution. So if you have a look at our website, we have some different bank accounts um, which you can donate to. So we've got general running bank account, which would support things like the Speak Lord conferences. Um, We provide subsidies for pastoral students to attend Speak Lord, for example. So a donation would go towards that. We have our mission account and that would support then the mission to Nepal and Cambodia and other areas overseas where we provide teaching. And we also have our young adults um, ministry. So if you wanted to support a family or a young person to attend a young adults Bible study um, retreat, um, you can do that there as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Melanie, for coming on today and um, talking about Creative Word Fellowship. It was such a pleasure to have you on and we'll keep you in our prayers. Yeah, thank you. It was a pleasure to join you. You've been listening to the Here She Stands podcast. Next fortnight, we will be chatting with Sarah Joy Fandrick from Barambadic in New South Wales. Sarah Joy is a homeschooling mama of seven kids, and she will be talking about the beauty of a classical education and also the challenges of homeschooling neurodivergent children. Information and links relating to Creative Word Fellowship can be found in the show notes. Don't forget to check them out. You can find Here She Stands on Facebook and Instagram, 
or you can email us at hishistands.podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, please go to our website at hishistands.online and fill in the subscription form. This way, we can keep you updated with the latest news and also send you links to new episodes as they are released. Until next time, we pray that you will hold fast to God's word and confidently say, here I stand, I can do no other.